Welcome to the Women's Power Hour. It is great to have you all here. I'm Claire Davis and I'm running one show a month for the Women's Power Hour on the last Wednesday of the month for Yvonne Bignall. I'm an expert in emotional fitness, so I'm interviewing women from all over the world to discuss what has helped them with their emotional fitness. Today, my guest is Christina Robinson. Hello, Christina. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Claire. I'm really excited to be joining you today. This is a great topic to be talking about, and obviously we've known each other a while. So, yeah, really excited. And it's really exciting having you here um, because I love to have people from all different walks of life and different occupations who have had to bring emotional fitness into their lives. So just a quick brief rundown so that everybody gets to know you a bit. Who is Christina Robinson? Oh, right. So that I, I love and hate this question in equal measure. So the, um, the, 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 the business, you know, full-fronted, all that kind of stuff, is I'm Christina Robinson and I own a marketing agency called Green Umbrella Marketing. And we specialize in working with independent recruiters and other small businesses to stand out online. But the, if you know, when you ask me that, you know, at a family party or over cocktails or whatever it might be, <laughs> then I'm um, I'm wife, mother, grandmother, but we don't tell many. Really? People. I didn't know you were a grandmother. Yeah, I've got two grandbabies. Oh, wow. Uh, you don't look yeah. old enough at all. <laughs> yeah, and, and just, um, yeah, just someone that is actually pretty, have done a lot of work to keep themselves pretty level all of the time because, yeah. yeah, this is why I love this subject because we end up like super high and super low and it's really hard to maintain something in the middle, isn't it? So, so yeah, it's, um, I'm a listener. I'm a supporter. I'm like a, like I'm addicted. I have an addiction. I'm addicted to success. Definitely. Wow. I, like, I can't cope with the opposite of that world. It's just, it's, I don't allow it to exist in my world. And, um, and success can be, success can be really tiny. It's not a, what makes you successful? Success is how you feel. Yeah. You know, when someone does something, there's the little shine in their eyes and they just light yeah. up. doesn't matter what they did. That feeling, that is what success is. And um, I'm all about that. Oh, I love that, Christina. That is such, oh, that's absolutely brilliant. I don't know what to say, actually, which is very, very rare for me. (laughs) So when you say you run um, Green Umbrella um, Marketing, and that's to help people with online marketing, there's probably a lot of listeners out there wondering exactly what that means. So what, what do you do? What does that mean? Okay, so let's say you've, um, you've just started a business today or maybe you've been running it for a few years, but you've kind of hit a bit of a, I think a lot of people get to sort of six figures or early six figures and they kind of hit a bit of a wall and they can't get beyond that. I help people like that use social media, use email marketing, like create content. I help them produce websites that generate leads Um, And all that juicy stuff, basically. And there are no barriers to that stuff. Okay. People will say they haven't got the time. Yeah. Yeah. But you can outsource it, which gives you the time. Okay. And obviously, because of what I do, I'm a big fan of that. Um, (laughs) Some people don't have the enthusiasm for it because they know they need to use social media in their business, but they just don't like it. And, you know, 
the the idea of spending part of their day scrolling through Facebook or LinkedIn mm-hmm. or Instagram, they're just like, no, I'm not interested. Yeah. And the reality is if you're not enthusiastic about it, you're not going to get results. Yeah. yeah. And some people are just terrified. They're terrified mm-hmm. of what if what I post upsets someone? What if someone doesn't agree with me? that imposter syndrome coming yeah, through, yeah. you know? And, and so, you know, when, when I'm sat in a networking meeting, it's like, you know, part of my pitch is that we help people that lack the time, the enthusiasm, or even the courage to stand out online. Yeah. And essentially that's what I do. But through the medium of, like I said, social media, email marketing, um, content creation, which mm-hmm. is like blogging, that kind of stuff, um, producing websites that work rather than websites that simply look pretty. Yeah. yeah. Um, and all the stuff in between, like we, we even do design and print. Yeah. Wow. That sounds fantastic, Christina. So you mentioned earlier that you love the topic of emotional fitness. So what does emotional fitness mean to you, Christina? I think it's about a lot of it's about awareness. Okay. I think that if you can be aware of your emotional state, so you know, like if you are, if you're working out in the gym, yeah, or you're, um, or you're overweight, okay, Mm. you notice things about your body. Okay, so let's say like you're, you know, you're a gym buddy and you're, you haven't been for a few weeks, you notice the drop in your fitness levels. Maybe you, you know, where we are, there's like three flights of stairs. So you get to the top of the stairs and you're out of breath and you wouldn't normally be. So you notice that you can then do something about it. You know, you're putting on that beautiful dress or doing up that pair of trousers and it's a bit snug. You go, oh, I need to do something about that. So for me, emotional fitness is having that awareness to say right here, right now, how is it I'm feeling? Yeah. And what do I need to like, what, what step do I need to take to adjust that? Oh, that's brilliant. That's a great example, actually, of, I always use the example, it's like physical fitness, but I just love the way that you've worded that. You notice your fitness has dropped. So we've noticed our emotions have, are not quite right. So we need to do something about it. That's absolutely brilliant. You've got me mesmerized and I want to know more. So, but we are going to go for a break before we get to know more. So I love your choice of songs because they're not the usual ones. So the first one is by Florence and the Machine and it's You've Got the Love. Why have we chosen this one, Christina? So I think that, um, so the thing about this, like I've been on a hell of a journey to get where I am today. Okay. Mm-hmm. And today I'm really confident. I've done a lot of work and therefore I have this level of awareness, but there are some songs that just come up and I think, God, you know, when I hear that today, what it means to me today versus what it meant to me before. Mm-hmm. So when I go like, you know, back before I became enlightened, let's put it that way. Yeah. I would hear this song and I'd, you know, and it's all like, you know, I'll, you know, I'll find someone that loves me. I'll find that, that soulmate. I'll find that person that can do all this stuff for me because, because it's, it's not even because I can't do it myself. Mm. It's because it's just, there's, I had like, it didn't even occur to me that I could do it for myself. Yeah. I think this is the emotional fitness. You know, people talk about self-love and, and that kind of stuff. 
And actually, if you listen to these lyrics and you think about, you know, you've got the love, that love is actually coming from within. That love you need to find is actually you. You're the person that can give you that love before anyone else does. Yeah. And I think for me, like learning that, that was, uh, I'd done a lot of things that made me better. But when I realized that bit, it was like I just jumped into another plane. So it's, I mean, like literally, like, you know, when you're driving along and a song comes on, you start singing to it. And it's like, I'm looking in the mirror, like eye to eye with myself. And um, obviously very quickly, because I'm driving in this. (laughs) Um, But it's like, um, have you ever stood like in the morning, you brush your teeth and you wash your face and you look in the mirror and you just look eye to eye and you're like, I love you. Yeah. It's really, it's a really hard thing to do. And it's powerful when you do it. Yeah. And this song now, when I'm singing, like when I'm singing along to this, I'm singing to me. I love that. So here we have You've Got the Love by Florence and the Machines. And I want all you listeners out there to be looking in the mirror and singing to yourself. My God, Christina, you are amazing. I did try to warn you. (laughs) You are amazing. Honestly. I don't know why you sent me that email saying, I don't know if I could should do this because you're just, you're blowing me away already. Well, I just don't, like, you You don't know what stories are going to come out in the conversation. Yeah. Like well, we've still got a few more conversations. So we don't want to put you off track, but you're, oh, my God, I'm blown away. So thank you. Thank you. This has been worth the wait. <laughs> okay, so the next two questions are, what does emotional fitness mean to you? Ah, I asked that already. So now I've got to ask. Sorry, I got them mixed up. I was so mesmerized by you. So the next question is, why do you think emotional fitness is important? So we'll push that a bit more. So I'll say, look, you've already mentioned what it means to you. Now, why do you think it's really important? We've tapped on this. I want to get a bit more out of you. And then where do you see emotional fitness go wrong? Okay. And then the next song is... Not giving in by rudimental. Okay. Oh, brilliant. Welcome back to the Women's Power Hour. We've got the wonderful Christina Robinson here who has really, oh my goodness, I'm just mesmerized by her words. She's just amazing. And the description of why she chose You've Got the Love really made me think. And I hope all of you listeners out there were actually looking in the mirror and singing that to yourself because we all do have the love. And I just want to push Christina a little bit more because she's such a font of information and she's already told us what does emotional fitness mean to her. But I want to push you a bit more, Christina, of why do you think it's so important? Why is emotional fitness so important? If you don't work on it, it will trap you. It will trap you. So it's when you allow, and it's really easy to say this on the other side, you know, it's for context, I'm like, I'm loud and proud today. Yeah. But I was a scared, terrified little girl for many, many years, right into my adulthood. And less than average was the, best I could hope for because I'd listened to 
internal and external voices. Yeah. I'd, at 22, I, at 21, I had a fantastic job. I was like way ahead of my years. My career trajectory was amazing. And I was doing this whilst also being a lone parent with no support from my family at that point in my life. Thankfully, I have that today and I'm very grateful for that. But at that point, it, there was none. I was working over, literally clocking up over 100 hours a week and I became physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted at 22, I had a breakdown yeah. and I lost within a, literally within a 15 minute window, I'd lost my home, mm. my job, my mm. future. I had no money in the bank. Mm. I had nowhere to go. And that happened because my emotional fitness didn't exist. Yeah. You know, I was tired, so I just push on through. Mm. I've got things to do. This stuff, and I, you know, you kid yourself that you're such a failure that you have to do the next thing. Otherwise, you're, you know, I'm failing already, so I must do this next thing. Mm. Otherwise, I'm, a, I'm not just a failure. I'm a complete failure. Mm. You have this lack of energy in your body that you can't bring it and make stuff happen anyway. So it's like when you're in a room and you're trying to be really quiet, you bang, bang and crash into every table and trip over thin air. Mm. You know, it's like, so your emotional fitness, when you're at that point, if there, if you have no awareness, if there's nothing you're able to do about it in that moment, mm. at best you stay there, at worst you spiral down. Yeah. yeah. And the more you spiral down, the, 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 the 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 quicker that happens yeah. until like me you blow, you end up blowing up your life yeah. and i'd love to say that i learned from that but i didn't didn't you no. have you learned from it now though Christine? absolutely absolutely and i think this is this is why it's like in comparison it's like black and white mm. you know it's like it can't be more opposite at that time, I hid from the world. Yeah. So here's someone who emotionally needs a massive amount of support. Mm. And when someone comes and knocks on their door, mm. they don't even open it. Yeah. Because, like, I'm embarrassed that I'm in this state. No one can help me anyway. Mm. I don't, you're sitting there going, no one will help me. Yeah. But you're completely blind to any offers of help. Yeah. Because you don't have that awareness. Yeah. Whereas today, I can, I've, I mean, I've got a fantastic, fantastic circle of people around me. Mm. I'm, like I said, I'm incredibly grateful for the people I have. Like, you know, I, I think of them when I'm journaling and stuff, I, I describe them as my power team. You know, I can, I can reach out to one of them and say, like, have you got time for a call? Oh, wow. Have you got space? Like, can we meet for a coffee face-to-face? -face? Mm. Zoom won't do. I, I need a face-to-face. -face. Mm. And because they know me. Yeah. And because I, because I have the awareness. Yeah. And it's like, and I've been able to say to people, things like your, you know, your, your, people talk about having mental health episodes. Mm. And it's like, it's a, uh, it happens and you deal with it and mm -hmm. it's done. Yeah. Well, it, it's not guys. 
Yeah. It's forevermore. It's, mm. It is forevermore. And that's with the awareness. Like I said, in that situation, I'd, I'd lost my world. Mm. I scraped to get by. I got myself, you know, I did something that I thought would make me better. Mm. And it just put me, you know, I went back into education. I'd yeah. left, I'd left school and home at 16 because I have a quite an unpleasant childhood. And from 16, I'd worked three jobs. I was, you know, looked after myself, paid my rent, never mm. relied on benefits or anything like that. And it's in this situation at 22, I had to go into the benefit system because I'd got a child attached to a toddler yeah. attached to me. Yeah. Um, so like, what can I do? Right. Well, if I'm going to live in this way, I'm going to go back to school. Mm. But when I was very emotionally fragile already, I then went and did something that was, you know, just brought more stress into my life rather than taking the time to recover. Um, and, you know, I ended up failing having to drop out of that. So that's more negativity coming in. And I just continue to feed the negativity because there was no awareness. Yeah. The doctor told me I was depressed. Yeah. And gave me some tablets to take. Yeah. But that was it. I was labeled then. Well, if I take these tablets, I'm cured. Yeah. And that's all I need to do. That's all I need to do. Right. So Funny enough, my de- my depression was so my self care at that point was so low. I was really crap at taking the tablets, so I did it for about about six months, and then basically like leaving the house to go and get the prescription filled. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Because you you know, if I were to go out and get the prescription, I'd need to wash. I'd need to dress. Yeah, you know, and like you know, I was literally making sure my daughter was fed three times a day. Yeah. And that was it. Like, you know, what's the bare minimum I need to achieve today? Mm-hmm. That was it. And, you know, that was it. Um, and it was actually having the six months taking the tablets to then have that break from them. Mm. That's when I started to feel brighter. Wow. That's when actually leaving the house wasn't such a chore. Mm. And then I got filled the prescription and I remember looking at the box and just thinking like, I actually feel better today than I did mm. a couple of weeks ago when I wasn't taking, when, when I was taking these. Yeah. And so I never took them and I kind of bounced back. Well, mm. I thought I'd bounce back. Yeah. But because I didn't actually do anything to, it's like doing a crash diet. Oh, yeah, well, I'm yeah. two stone lighter now. Great. But you haven't actually changed anything. You go back to those old eating habits, the weight comes back on, you're just back in this cycle. When I got to my sort of late 20s, early 30s, I had another issue with my mental health because of the amount of stress in my life. Um, And I, you know, I mean, I've had every abuse going in my life and I was always in this kind of, why, you know, this stuff always happens to me. There's just people yeah. in this world, this stuff always happens to, and I'm that person. Mm-hmm. And so I'd accepted that. Mm-hmm. People that live this way, that have this kind of stuff, they never do fantastic things. Mm-hmm. But that's okay, because if I'm getting it, mm-hmm. there's someone else out there that's not getting it. And that's what I'd settled with. Mm-hmm. And then in basically 2016, so actually not that long ago, I remember sitting on the end of my bed. I just had, um, I just had spinal surgery 
and I'd there'd been a bit of a financial issue whilst that was going on and I sat on the end of my bed and instead of saying why you know why does this always happen to me mm. that message changed that the, the thought in my head was my life isn't supposed to be like this yeah that yeah. like that moment was my first bit of awareness yeah. if my life's not supposed to be like this mm. that means I can do something to change it to take it towards what it's supposed to be like yeah it's amazing, Christina. And this all goes with your next song, actually, your next song choice. So we will have a break and it's rudimental not giving in. So why have you chosen this song? Like I said, the your mental it's not even mental health issues, right? Times of stress. Mm. Okay. The the way you, you physically are. Some days you just get out of bed and you're not right. Right. And that's called being human, guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, that's nothing more. That's that's just a normal day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But when you're in that moment, when you're going like, actually, right now, I'm a two out of 10, not a 10 out of 10. Mm. There are things we can do to shift our state, even if it's only tempor- temporary. And as much as I'm like, and like Claire, you know me for being this ball of energy and everything else. Yeah. There are days where I walk into, like I'm in the office right now and I walk in the office and I'm like, my knuckles are on the ground and I'm dragging them along. Yeah. Right? And I've got to show up, show up for my staff, show up because I'm doing a webinar, whatever it is. So I've got to show up for my family. I need to shift my state. And so this song goes on and it's a reminder. I can give in to that, all those negative thoughts. I can nick. I can give in to the being miserable. Mm. I can let that take over my whole being. Or I can do one thing right now in this moment. And if that means I start, I get up and dance, I get up and dance. Well done, you. So we have got Not Giving In by Rudimental. Oh, that was amazing, Christina. I am a little bit concerned because I know Yvonne's very particular about having to do it every five or six minutes a break. So I'm not sure that one did go for about 10, 11, 12 minutes. So I'm not sure if she's going to have to cut some of that, which I hope she doesn't. So Yvonne, please don't cut any of it. <laughs> so I think you answered both of those questions in one. That's why I didn't ask the second question which was where do you see emotional fitness go wrong? So that's why I didn't ask that. So we'll come back and we've got what tips do you have? So I'll just start with, you know, you have really opened up. Thank you so much, Christina. So what are a couple of tips that you've got for more emotional fitness? And then save your top tip because then I'll ask you what is your top tip and why? Okay, great. And then we will have She's a Star by James. Okay. Oh, my God, Christina, I'm blown away. Thank you so much. This Actually, this has been the best interview I've heard. <laughs> Honestly, Yvonne, don't tell anyone that, but it, you are amazing. Thank you. No worries. It's a pleasure. It's so real, and I think this is all we want. You know, when you emailed and said, no, I'm not a professional in this, we're not. We're humans. And yeah, exactly. Real. And I was like, we're, like, we're not going to be talking about marketing in this. No, well, we're not. It's not about marketing. But yeah. it's nice for people to know what you do because they might want to contact you because I'll say, Christina's real. She'll be able to connect with me because people buy from people. 
Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to the Women's Power Hour. And I'm so blown away by listening to that song and hearing Christina's words because they do go hand in hand and life is full of its ups and downs. And that's why we really need to hone in on our emotional fitness. So thank you so much, Christina, for your, your honesty and opening up because there's a lot of listeners out there who would really be able to relate to what you have said. And this is what this is all about, understanding that we are all human. So can we just take this a step further? Because we do want to go on to the emotional fitness of what tips do you have for your, for others to hear that you've used for better emotional fitness, Christina? So having a plan is number yeah. one. So um, now a plan, you think, well, I'm going to write a plan. Right, that's quite daunting. Yeah. Your plan can be a paragraph. Okay. Yeah. Your plan can just be this is what I'm going to do today. This is what I'm going to do this week. You can think long term, but sometimes it's like, actually, what's my plan right now? Yeah. And you'll find things that work for you. So just make sure that you take note of those things. Like for me, it is the putting the song on dancing like yeah even if I'm you know driving somewhere I'm in the car on my own it's like the 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 playlist goes on there's about 10 songs on that playlist and I'm singing and shouting as I'm driving along so it is about like what's your plan like what's the thing you're going to do to put something into your life and a lot of people say oh you know daily practice and all that kind of stuff Mm. I'm saying no because that's overwhelming. That's another thing to think about. Just create one thing that you can just keep going back to whenever you need it. Brilliant. I love that. Great. And that's, that's a, to me, that sounds like it would be your top tip actually. And I was going to ask you what your top tip is. So we've got anything to top that one off. Okay. So the top tip's a bit scary until you've done it. Yeah. In fact, no, it remains scary if I'm honest, if I'm really honest. My top tip is to have that little circle of people that allow you to feel like Mm -hmm. feel that moment of home. Okay. So these are people that are, they're probably not that close to you. They're they're not your sisters, parents, cousins like then they're, they're not your workmates this is someone that's actually maybe a little bit removed because they can be more objective yeah they're not going to have an a, they're not going to have an agenda other than just to listen to you mm. and it's hard to find these people but if you can find just could just be two or three people mm. right? and you have the conversation when you're in a good place have the conversation with them and say do you know what sometimes i struggle Mm-hmm. And I know when I'm struggling because these are the things that happen. So for me, you know, and I, I'm, you know, I have um, a wonderful guy in the Netherlands. So like I said, you know, he, he geographically is not close, right? I've only met the guy in person twice, but we get on so mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And um, the wonderful Akenemo, and we had a conversation. Well, and he does a lot of stuff around mental health um, and, and depression and I had a conversation once and I said, you know, I've had these experiences and I said, I'm really good now. I said, but I know when I'm stepping into that because 
I'm withdrawn. Yeah. I go quiet. Mm. The messages ping on my phone and I'm not interested in answering them. Mm. So my reflection on those low points is that I go really quiet across everything. Mm. So now, and what basically what he said to me was, if I notice that you're quiet, do I have permission to reach out to you? Oh, wow. And ask you if you're okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. And off the back of that, I've then found another couple of people where I've had that same conversation. Mm-hmm. And I said, so my, I'm, gonna, I'm in a good place. I don't need help right now. But I'm going to ask you now, mm-hmm. if you notice that I'm quiet, mm-hmm. reach out to me. Yeah. Because I know I'll always answer your message. Yeah. So, and it will just help me to know that there is someone there for me. Yeah. And so now I have this core of people. Yeah. Because it's really easy to ask for help when you're well. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. You know, when you're high, when you're high on life, you're like, yeah, come yeah. on, you know, it'll be great. We'll do this. We'll be do that. We'll do that. It'd be amazing. When you're low. Yeah. You're yeah. when you're when your emotional wellness drops. Yeah. So does the self-love, so does the, so does your self-worth and therefore you're not worthy of help. So therefore you're not going to ask. Mm. So if you can create just this core of people that mm. they know this exists and they know what your, what the signs are that it's happening. Mm. And most importantly, that they have the permission. Yes. Yeah. To use this and reach out to you in that moment. That's fantastic. And that goes with your next song. Your songs are just so amazing. They go with what you've said. So we've got um, our next song is She's a Star by James. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you so much. And I want to send this to a couple of people before it because I think it would really help them. <laughs> So the next one is what's your favourite positive podcast, YouTube or book and where can people find you? Okay. And then I do a big summary. Okay. So welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed um, Christina's latest song, which is She's a Star by James. Um, absolutely beautiful song. Um, can you tell us, first of all, Christina, why you chose that song? So you, so you hear what you want to hear. Okay. Yeah. So when I, you know, that, I mean, that song is like, you know, it's a good 90s vibe, right? Um, listening to that in my teens, I... The way I heard those lyrics, it was like, stay small, stay in the shadows. Listening today, it's like, get rid of that. Like, you know, be the star. There should be a light shining on you and just go all in, basically. So, like I said, the way where I've changed, the way I hear that song is so polar opposite right now. And... Yeah, it's like, you know, it was like, you know, the other people are the stars, not me. Yeah. Whereas now, I mean, like, I mean, your listeners are going to think like, you know, what is this girl all about? It's like all her, 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 and she wants all the attention. No, not at but all. It's like, but it's like, actually, we all deserve that. Yeah, and we, we can do. all have that if we choose to, and you just got to take the steps. 
Definitely. And for all the listeners out there, I hope you take this on board because we all do deserve it. We all deserve to put ourselves first, to love ourselves. If we love ourselves, we can then love other people and help other people. So you have had such wise words throughout this whole interview, and I've absolutely loved this interview. So thank you, Christine, for your time. Before we go, it would be really interesting for all the listeners to find out a little bit more about you. What's your favourite positive podcast, YouTube or book? Okay, so I'm going to go book. Mm-hmm. So it's positive because it had such a positive effect on me. Okay, yeah. so there's a book called Living Forward by Michael Hyatt. Yeah. And you know, earlier I was talking about making a plan and this plan could be as big or as small as you like. So I was definitely drifting through life. 100%. And in 2016, I read that book and it's all about creating a plan. And it's like, you can read it like a workbook, mm-hmm. follow the steps. And it's really hard. It's really hard to do. But I, the first time I did that in 2016, and I've done it every year ever since. And it got me from sitting on that bed, as I described yeah. earlier, to having the belief that I could buy the business that I'd worked for to sit in here with you today as mm-hmm. someone that's taken a business through a pandemic and has got an, an loyal audience and fantastic team and is like, I had this big dream that I created after reading that book and I made a plan to get there. And um, now I've got to write the next dream. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. So what was it called again? It's called... Living Forward by Michael Hyatt. Living Forward by Michael Hyatt. So, Christine, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there that would love to get in touch. So where can people find you? So, um, you know, as the owner of a social media agency, essentially, I'm pretty much everywhere. Um, But, (laughs) yeah, best place to reach out to me is going to be on LinkedIn. So just do a search for Christina Robinson on LinkedIn. Um, And if you want to follow me on Instagram as well, it's Christina underscore talks. Love it. Thank you very much. I I don't really know how to sum this up because what you have said is so from the heart and I'm actually quite blown away. So thank you so much, Christina, for your wise, wise words. We are all listening with, wow, my jaw's on the floor. So we are going to take your wise words away And we are all going to be able to improve our own emotional fitness with this, with all your beautiful words. So I'm Claire Davis. I'm all about working with you and with other people for better emotional fitness. So, Christina, it's been so great to have you on. And thank you to to all those listeners for taking on board what Christina has said. Um, This show has been absolutely incredible for me to to be a part of. So I hope all the listeners have enjoyed the show as much as I have. You'll be listening to me. I'm Claire Davis on Summer Valley FM 97.5 FM for the Women's Power Hour on the last Wednesday of every month. I'm blown away. That was absolutely worth the wait. So thank you. You're welcome, lovely. You're welcome. Yeah, that was incredible. So, okay. I don't want to stop now. So what I'm going to do, Miss Social Media, um, we're going to get the show card. If you could get me the photo that you've yep. got, because 
the one that I took may not be as good. So if you can send that to me, I'll give you the show card. And if you can promote it as much as possible on the day, there's also a replay, which is on my website. So I'll give you the link to the replay as well when I send you the show card. Brilliant. Um, Am I allowed to use the recording for my podcast and release it there as an episode, obviously once it's aired here? Um, So how would you download it on some of the... So you would give me, you would give me a copy of the recording. Right. Okay. So I will need to ask Yvonne that. Yeah. And obviously like once it's no longer available on replay, I would, I would use it then. Okay. So what I'll do is, um, I'll, I'll email Yvonne today and ask her that. Say we've had the most fantastic interview. Is Christina, Christina allowed to edit the recording to use after it's finished? So that yeah, works. I, I can even edit it down to create like a shorter version with a call yeah. to action to, to go and listen to the full episode. Yeah. Yeah. So whichever, whichever she wants. Okay. So yeah, I'll um I'll ask her that question now, actually. And if she says, so do you want just the audio or do you want the visual as well with my gray hair? <laughs> uh, um, if I could have both, that would be fantastic. But yeah, but whatever she's happy with. So I've kept this on recording, so Yvonne will be able to watch this. So Yvonne, if you could just listen to this part at the end, I'll email her and say listen to the part at the end because Christina wants to know if she can have the video as well as audio to edit it down to promote people to the show and also use after. So it's on um, for catch up for a month after it. Okay, so that you know. So you're going to be the May one, so you will be able to use it after the from July onwards, okay. uh, you can do a little bit of an edit from the beginning. If you yeah, want. That's great. I, yeah, I, I, can almost, I can almost do both. So just, yeah, yeah Yvonne, whatever you're happy with. Okay, thanks a lot, Christina. No worries. Okay. Take care. Bye, you've been amazing. Bye.